You know, when we think about the mistakes we've made, we feel kind of foolish. But, you know, the truth is a lot of us, we don't have a lot of people in our lives to guide us. As moms, we're figuring out as we go. You know, as women who are trying to go to university, we're trying to figure that out as we go. Oftentimes, we're doing first-time things, and we're really hard on ourselves. We need to not be hard. We need to feel okay with the fact that we don't know everything, we didn't do it right, and nobody told us. So how could we? Now, while we feel a little bit kinder to ourselves, which I do suggest to you today, I do want to also say it's important to hear some advice from people who have been there. So today's podcast is going to be genuinely everything I wish I knew before I got married. So you could do it better. Let's go. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. I'm your host, Mindful Muslim, big sister to the community, Khala, auntie, whatever you want to see it. The place you can go to get a warm hug when things are just a little hard and a little bit of loving advice. We help women here not just grow, but thrive and become women of impact. That's what we're all about, Mindful Muslim. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're a regular, longtime listener, well, welcome back. So here is what we're going to be talking about today. You know, I want to say, first of all, we are not that kind to ourselves. Like I had mentioned in the intro, and we pretty tough on ourselves when we make mistakes. Um, we tend to think little of ourselves sometimes. I mean, there's some of us have some, you know, pretty good confidence. But for the most part, most of us, you know, <laughs> we're hard. And when it comes to mistakes with guys and love, it's even harder. When it comes to mistakes with children, I'll tell you this as a mom who's, um, I always say a mom of five, but technically I raised six. Um, at the end of the day, we kind of are like, gosh, I'm going to ruin these little people's lives if I don't get my act together. You know, we're hard on ourselves in all aspects. And those of you who are married already, um, you're really going to be able to relate to this podcast because you're going to be like, yep, I know I felt that too. I'm telling you because some of these things are general, like they're not just for me per se. Like they're not like my personal experience. These are things that I think a lot of women can gel on. And so today's going to be kind of like a quick hit podcast where if you're single, we're going to give you some insight. And I just want to tell about some really exciting things coming down the pipeline. Just really quick. Number one, we just started the book club last week. Many of you know the productive Muslim himself is going to come on our book club. So if you haven't already joined the book club, I think we always kind of leave it open. There's a link in my bio in Instagram at Mindful Muslima. That's it. You go there, you'll get it. Um, because it's a free book club. We leave it open for women and we just started. It was so, so good. And we were talking about the difference between um, productivity in the Western model and the Islamic. And like the, the Western is just so much more harsh and we're all doing it. So imagine if we could shift to that easier Islamic one and he's going to come on and talk to us. So definitely if you haven't already, get in. Number two, something else free that we have going on, which I don't know, you guys are loving this one. I think it's, to be honest, it's the compatibility and the questions piece. I never covered these together like I'm about to do it this time. If you are really feeling stuck in finding a guy or you really feel like you just are so tired of getting hurt or guys dragging you on on those apps, you're not the only one. I get those calls every day. We're going to talk about exactly how to basically avoid heartache and make sure that you can find the guy and know 
all the questions, but I'm going to do stuff I've never done before. I'm going to cover some things I've never covered. And I really am excited to bring this together. It's going to be February 11th, but registration for seats is now. I'll put the link below. And I think that was it. Oh, lastly, get excited for Ramadan, guys. We've been lining up um, program speakers. What's really cool about Ramadan this year, um, we're going to do a challenge before to hype you guys up, like a free challenge. But what's really exciting is that we are going to be having like a family challenge. We're going to be doing prize giveaways, motivators. A lot of people need motivation in Ramadan, and I know that. So we're going to be doing those. These are all just for you guys, and we're all about helping you reach the next level of yourself. Feeling bad about yourself and just sitting there alone doing nothing, not going to make you feel better or do better tomorrow. So we take the hard work out of everything and organize and put it together for you. So in Ramadan program, it's going to be amazing. But anyway, in general, if you just want to check out all that we do, www.mindful-muslima.com. All right, we're going to dive into today about everything I wish I knew before I get married. I'm just going to give you some really just top of mind things that I was like, ooh, I wish someone would explain this to me. Let's just dive right in. Number one, I wish people would tell me that you are going to learn more about yourself than him through this marriage because I feel like I probably would have done more self-development before marriage. I kind of thought I really knew who I was. And that goes back to that whole compatibility piece. You know, you think you know, but then unless you've really delved into yourself. So a lot of you guys know in my first marriage, I got divorced because I hadn't really reached that next level of myself. And what happened, which I think a lot of married women on the podcast here can relate to is I grew within the marriage and then I grew out of him because I realized that he didn't want to move forward and grow and he wanted to stay stagnant and stuck. And it was harming the entire family because of the choices he was making in regards to that. So when you choose someone, you know, what I wish I knew is that like, you should make sure that you're really understanding yourself. Now, let me just say this. It doesn't mean that you have to have figured everything out about yourself. That's impossible. You're definitely going to grow, grow, grow 20, 30, 40, 50. And as we all know, but what I mean is, I think I would, I wish I would have been less like, ba, 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 like really like chill about everything and been a bit more serious about who I really was or wanted to be with because I think I was just like, oh, he's nice. He's sweet. Oh, look at him with other people. Like that is not going to help you in the marriage, which goes into my point number two. So the point number one is like, I wish I had realized I was going to learn more about myself in the marriage and I was going to change so much through the marriage. Like we grow with our spouse, but sometimes we grow away from them. And for those of you who are married, having marital problems, you might've seen that happen. Now the advent of technology is such a problem because we find so many women finding their husbands, like not even interested just on their phones all day, which comes to addictions and other things. And I think I'm going to touch on that really inside the workshop as well. Um, I'm going to drop the word once here. Um, little ears, pause it here. If you have little people in the room, um, the word pornography, it's a really big problem right now with finding a guy. A lot of women are finding Muslim guys and they're addicted to that. It's not just Muslim guys, it's Muslim girls. <laughs> I wish it wasn't. And it's just humanity in general because it's like a million dollar industry and it's destroying us. And then people want to know why there's no butaka in their life. But if you're flicking on that, do you think, you know, Allah's going to make it easy? So anyway, subhanAllah. Um, when it comes to the second thing, which is just like, at the end of the day, I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that the second thing I wish I knew before marriage is that if I didn't focus on the right qualities, like if I didn't notice the right things, um, because I was so swept up in whatever I was doing 
it would really hurt me later. And what I mean by that is, you know, as women, we, <laughs> we're we very, like, forgiving. It's like if people do, like, if they get angry really quick or they do something, you know, whatever, we're like, oh, but he's a nice person. He didn't mean it. Or I'll fix that later. And we're like that, right? So I wish I had focused less on the qualities of um, the potential person or, or my husband, you know, to be at the time um, of being, like, sweet and nice and making me feel good. And, you know, all the other great things. Oh, he has this going for him and that going for him. Um, I want to say how much, so much of that doesn't help in the marriage because everyone's sweet and nice when they don't have to deal with hardship. So if I would have focused on more, like better qualities, like resilience or um, how to have a growth mindset, or like those things would have really helped me in a marriage because that person, like person who like is like do or die, never give up, you know, like ra da da, like they say, like get to be with you forever and not like, like there are people who give up when things get hard, and I'm not a person who gives up, but I found myself slowly becoming one in my first marriage because of that. Like that's the whole, that's the huge difference now in my current marriage where I'm really really happy because. My husband has a growth mindset. My husband has that like, we're together, we're going to figure it out. Because I looked for totally different things the second time around because the first time wasn't so easy. So I had this sister, um, she worked with us because, you know, inside we have the the, the Muslim Marriage Lab program. Her name was Layla. And um, she was really, really struggling because she was getting like emotionally sucked into those apps. And she would be like, oh my God, I'm on here like six months one year and I'm not gonna lie sometimes talking to two three guys but like nobody's trying to marry me like every time I'm like all right so you want to talk to my dad or this and they're like oh you know we're trying to still figure this out yet blah 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 so I had said to her like well when she first came to me and she hadn't learned like the stuff that we do I was like well why are you still there and I, I posed the same question to all of you if you're still looking and just for those of you who are married like <laughs> you'll be happy to not have to use all these things nowadays it's really a rough world out there and I feel for these women. And so subhanAllah, she was like, well, he's a nice guy and he's got these great qualities and I feel like we have a lot in common. And you know, But you could tell there were many things that were possibly not wrong. Like, first of all, why is this guy talking to her for six months to a year and not even asking her to marry him? You know, like that, that's, it's, not, it's not just about it being haram. It's just like, if you have the bandwidth to do that, you're just gonna do other things. And what other things are you doing, right? So I talked to her and then I said, look, if you allow me to, I'm going to show you a different way. And she said, fine. And she started to learn how to talk to guys differently in a way that she had a bit more authority, but she was still very feminine, right? And she was like, ooh, when I do this, the ones that don't want to commit, it's clear. I'm like, right, right? She's like, yeah, because I was showing her how I did it like the second time with my husband. And, you know, when you talk in a way that has some type of power, but like I said, you're still feminine. It's this beautiful balance. Um, you really start to set the stage of what you're willing to put up with. Um, and when you do that, the guys who want to commit are clear and the guys who don't, don't. So what does that do for you? That makes you not lose all that time that energy gets emotionally sucked into some guy that's probably just talking to 20 other girls on the app and never going to marry you, which is what happens with a lot of girls come to me. So after we did that, she was like, boom, boom, boom. Nobody does that to me anymore in these apps. 
And I was like so proud of her because, you know, I can teach it to you, but can you actually do it and execute it? She was committed. So that's all. And that's all it takes, ladies. It just takes in life. If you want to do better and you tell Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, like I want to do it the halal way, but I don't know how. And I'm committed to doing better. So I think that married women here on the podcast too can relate to the fact that we might have looked at some qualities about husbands that we were like, oh, that's really nice. But is that going to help me in my marriage when things get tough? So if I would have looked for things that were like, you know, had the right questions, grit, and I, and I got cut to the chase in the beginning, um, the third thing wouldn't have happened to me, which I'm going to share right now, which is I wish I knew how to have more emotional stability and mastery of myself before getting involved with trying to get married. Because emotional mastery is really important for two reasons. One, the courting stage, two, the marriage days. And this is like I said, where my unmarried and married ladies can totally relate. In the unmarried phase, you are just like, you just get a little sucked in. You're just like, ooh. And then because I didn't have that ability to to let go of someone after I felt we had a connection, it was hard to let go, right? When I was trying to um you know, have like the courting phase, even if I felt like I finally realized in the courting phase, somebody, and when I say courting guys, I'm talking about the halal way. Um, someone wasn't right for me. I was just like, oh, but what if I let them go? And it was meant to be. That all that whole what if stuff, ladies, that's from Shadlan. See, if instead you know stuff that's clear, you don't get sucked into that. And that's that's what happened with with um Rachel I was talking to this other sister and you know she would just constantly get emotionally sucked into guys and couldn't pull away even though she knew they were bad for them she was getting emotionally sucked in and no matter what she just felt bad she didn't want to hurt their feelings you know needed to leave but couldn't and that is the problem you know, like Layla's problem was like the six to one year, you know, kept talking on apps and, you know, but the point is it's the second, it's the waste of your life with no, when you're doing haram. So let's just face it. Um, if you're doing it that way, when you're talking to somebody that long, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not giving you barakah. Then you want to know why you can't find the right guy. You're like, I'm making a lot of dua, I'm making dua, but I'm also doing haram chatting with guys. And then I know someone's going to say, well, you know, I'm not chatting haram way. I'm trying like this. Guys, Rasul said when there's two alone, shaitan is a third. There's just no confusion about that. But there is a way to talk on the apps though. I'm not anti-app. But that's the thing. Imagine if you knew. So when Layla knew how to talk on the app, she didn't sit on there for hours and get sucked in to all these guys who were never going to commit. They were not committing, right? And then with Rachel, yeah, they weren't committing. But the problem for her is even after she realized she would get sucked in and couldn't let go couldn't let go and get out so now she's stuck and she's getting hurt 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 and then after a while she's just feeling low about the whole thing she's just like god this is depressing i can't get anywhere i can't get a guy to marry me oh i'm probably ugly nobody wants me and now look now she's turning on herself when it actually has nothing to do with her now on the um on the thing about emotions I will say this, the other thing in relations to I wish I had emotional mastery was not just the courting phase, it's the marriage phase. So if you have any like unsettled anxiety and anger issues, so for example, um, when I had a cousin that she would constantly pop off at her mom, 
She's like, you can't make me do that. You know, like whenever somebody, and she's like, you know, I don't know who she thinks she is. And she was just like, you know, I had this cousin and she would just do that. And then what happens is she had this unsettled anger and anxiety and she didn't know how to manage it because she hadn't had anybody who like had forced her to do it. Then she got married, right? So this is before marriage. She got married and she hadn't settled that and she didn't realize how important it was. She hadn't done that self-work and she ended up popping off on her husband. And guess what? He was like, oh no. And, you know, he didn't say much about it because guys are like that. When guys get mad, they kind of like go into their cave. They don't really notice that if you're a married woman. Um, men are mad. They, they don't want to talk about stuff. But that doesn't mean they're not going to go to a dark place. That's really important. As a wife, I try to be conscious of where my husband's going mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Like if I notice he's waking up later or he's doing this, like everything's connected. And my husband does the same for me, right? If he notices anything, because sometimes we start to go into sadness or worry or anger or whatever. So unfortunately, she didn't know how to pick up on any signs because nobody taught her, right? Because we're teaching how men work. That's what we do at Mindfulness when we teach how men work. So um, this sister, she unfortunately, you know, the cousin, eventually I didn't teach her anything because at the time I didn't know anything about anything. Um, He just cheated on her and she didn't know for two years. And then later on found out she had a kid. He He had a kid with somebody else. And then obviously they're divorced. Okay. So this stuff I'm saying is real. When I say your time is now before you're married, that's it. And if you're already married and any of this is triggering to you because you're going through something similar, I am so sorry you're going through that and you don't deserve that. And for the women who are divorced, which I haven't addressed, and you're just afraid to get into a bad situation again, you don't have to. The power of knowledge is really, really important. And what we're kind of committed to is making sure that women have that support. And that's what I wish I had, which is why I'm so into this. It's like, oh my gosh, just tell the people so they don't have to go through this. So yeah, my cousin had the problem. But then there was this other sister. It's funny because when women come to me, sometimes they come for marriage, but then they realize um, there's emotional stuff. And that happens too. So we have like this most popular course. I think it opens in February. It's called the Muslim Marriage Lab. It's where we share all of how to do everything, right? So she had wanted to sign up. Her name was... um, I think her name was Sophia. She wanted to sign up and she wanted to sign up to the Muslim marriage lab. But then she realized that she, when she started, she started to actually do the course. And in the first module, it was like all about this self-work. I told you, if you don't know who you are, you can't get to the piece about compatibility. So everybody skips that and goes straight to compatibility. I'll talk about how to deal with that in the compatibility workshop. And that's the one that I mentioned in um, the beginning of the podcast that's happening on February 11th that we're registering for now. Remember I said I'll put the link below. So I'm going to talk about that. So if you're, if, this, if any of these stories kind of hit home to you, that means you, you need to maybe hear some of this stuff. And you'll find other women that are just like you. So alhamdulillah, she had started doing the marriage lab, um, the self-work piece, and then she just started breaking down. She was like, oh my gosh. I realize I am emotionally like unhinged. Emotional mastery um, is something I just don't have. And then she started breaking down and crying. She's just like, I'm just anxious. I'm worried about everything. What if, what if, what if, just like the guy. She's that. We started talking. I'm like, sweetheart, I'm like, listen to me. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, and I made mankind anxious. So this also goes for women out here who are suffering from anxiety. By the way, if you haven't already known, we have a free class on that. If you go to my website, 
www.mindful-muslim.com because we have a lot of free resources there. There is an emotional mastery free class that will teach you about how to master your emotions, like how to get that going and about the importance of all that and how it can affect your, you're just going to have some revelations in that one. So anyway, she had taken that one and she's like, I remember that class and I just feel like I thought I was ready for marriage and now I realize I'm not. So for the women who that happened to, I wish I had that revelation. I wish like I had that conversation with somebody else. Then I would have paused on my marriage search, took the three weeks it takes to learn that because it only takes three weeks. And then I would have dove back in. So if you feel like you're going through emotional, like, overall, like I had a, a sister call me the other day. She says, sister, um, I've been trying to find a guy for like three years now and I'm getting emotionally overwhelmed. It's been three years and I am emotionally overwhelmed. Um, I get women from all over the world. I think the sister was from either Singapore or Indonesia. I get sisters from every part of the world. And she says, I am emotionally overwhelmed from finding this guy. And you know what we found with her though? Her issue wasn't that she didn't know how to handle her emotions. Her issue was she was trying to find the guy the wrong way and she was self-sabotaging, self-sabotaging. And as soon as we got her to understand how she was approaching guys wrong, she was approaching and talking to them wrong, then she didn't have the overwhelm anymore. So sometimes, um, you know, so going back to Sophia, there was a happy ending. Um, she actually paused the marriage lab and she had doing the emotional mastery one. And then my point is it, she, she did the emotional piece for the three weeks and then she dove back in. She's like, now I feel like if I went into a marriage, I would have the tools. And if you're already in a marriage, and you're struggling to manage your emotions. This is not only preemptive. This is during. I actually learned the stuff I learned when I wrote this. And I, every single thing I create for women, or like, are they all like uniquely made for me? Were all like my horrible situations and my revelations and da's come to fruition? And then I was like, somebody needs to somebody needs to hear about this, and I put it into a course. So with that one, she then Sophia, she then ended up, you know, just having the tools to emotionally regulate herself. And when she got married, when she got married, she was so much in a better place. She said, I don't have the anxiety anymore. I don't have the worry. And I know what to do if I have emotions come up. So what I <laughs> want to go back and say that I, that I really wish someone had told me was this. The three things, let me just do a little recap here. The first one is, I wish I knew how much I didn't know about myself and I would change during the marriage because we grow. It's a different thing to grow with your spouse than you grow together because you genuinely feel good about yourself versus I hadn't explored myself, realized who I really was. Then he went one way and he grew to the left and I grew to the right. And then we got divorced. That was my first marriage because I told you I didn't know the process that nobody told me and nobody taught me. So after going through my divorce and then going in, for you guys who know my story, like going and learning the right way, then I got married now. And, and the other thing I wished I had known is, you know, all about the fact that just the quality of things I was looking for. He's nice. He's sweet. He makes me feel good. Oh, he's so cute. You know, he's so cute. He, he texts me, he, this, whatever. Like those are the dumb things I looked for in the first time where nobody told me and I got emotionally sucked in. And, and then when it came down to the real things that would have helped me have a marriage that would last, I didn't look for those because I was caught up in how he came off. 
you know, sweet, considerate, whatever. And that goes to the third point, which is I wish I had more emotional mastery because if I had, I would be able to pull away if I saw somebody was dangerous. And by the way, it's not, you don't have to go through an entire course to get that if you're a person who can pick up on the quick tips I can give. But if those are like not enough and you need to have more, 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 more examples, then you're definitely going to want to, you know, learn how to emotionally master your, your yourself because what it does for you is it allows you to not get super sad, not stay super anxious, have healthier relationships, keep relationships longer, and then not, I want to say like not embarrass yourself, but I had this one back in the day, this is the last story I'll tell you, at the time when I didn't have this emotional mastery, um, something really upset me at work. Something was really happening that was just absolutely unjust. Now, you know, justice, that's something great. But it's like, how do you carry yourself emotionally as you're conveying your how upset you are about the injustice? Well, I've come a long way, I hope. Um, now I can quietly say, I don't agree with that. I don't feel comfortable with that. No, I'm not doing that. But back then, I thought it'd be really smart to just like, ream my boss in an email about the injustice of the department in the world. I couldn't hold it because it was just so emotional. And I feel like, you know what? The truth is, if I look back, I was 100% right, but I was 100% wrong in my delivery. Delivery is everything, guys. If you don't know how to talk to a guy in courting, if you don't know how to talk to your boss, if you don't know how to talk to your husband, you don't know how to talk to your kids, you could have great ideas. But if you don't know how to convey them because you cannot control yourself emotionally, ding, ding, ding. I know this is ringing bells for somebody. A lot, probably a lot of us, right? Those those guilty feelings after we, we talked to somebody, like we had planned that talk was going to go so well, but then we got really emotional and cried or screamed. Yeah, that's a lack of control of emotions. And how did that help your relationship? It didn't, right? It might have even put a damper in it or it might be on the edge of divorce. These things are critical. So these are my little take home. I wish somebody told me. I hope they really help you. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you. And like I said, we have so many things for women. Please don't be alone. We have the book club. It's free. We have the workshop. It's free. Um, I told you, inshallah ta'ala, we're committed to supporting you. www.mindful-muslima.com. I'll see you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.